One of the really lovely things about my work is running my counsellors Facebook group called Good Enough Counsellors. And the reason I love to do it is I get to meet some really wonderful people online. And also, if they're popping into the group and commenting on my daily posts, I really get to see some of their progress. And then sometimes, if people want to work with me a little bit more closely, they come into my therapy growth group where I support counsellors in their private practice. And today, I'm going to share with you an interview I did with Tracy Carlyle. So during the pandemic, Tracy actually moved from working in a full-time job to then having a day off to then transitioning to full-time private practice. And in this interview, she gives us an idea of how she did it. So sit back, enjoy listening to the story of Tracy's progress, because I'm sure she'd agree that if she can do it, you can do it too. So Tracy, you know, I've sort of first sort of started noticing you around sort of around lockdown because you were working at home, weren't you? But you were working in a job that you didn't really enjoy. So tell us a bit about where you were and were you doing any private practice at the point of sort of lockdown? And Yeah, I was. I was doing just up until we went into lockdown, I was doing evenings. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday evening, just a couple of clients. Yeah. So I probably had about six a week. Right. You know, yeah. A couple of the evening. When we went into lockdown, it was a you know mixed bag of emotions for me. I, I loved being at home. I loved working from home. Mm-hmm. But I didn't love the fact that I was doing, I was, had that privilege, I suppose, to be at home, but not mm-hmm. doing what I wanted to, not yeah. doing what I enjoyed. Yeah. So for me, it was quite frustrating because I was still seeing my, well, not seeing because then the initial lockdown, I was doing them by telephone. So that was a completely different way of working for me from face to face, thrown in at the deep end instantly, like we all were. But I got through it and clients got through it too and unscathed, I hope. And it all seemed to be going okay but it kind of still didn't sit right with me because I was still quite unhappy in myself fast forward to about September you went back to work didn't you at that point you went back to the office yes yeah went back and then decided it was time to drop down to four days yeah I had had the meeting with the boss asked if it would be possible so I chose a Wednesday in midweek to break the week up for me and so then I went from my Tuesday evening with clients so all day Wednesday, Wednesday evening and Thursday evenings. And, mm-hmm. and that took off fairly quickly. Yeah. Initially, when it wasn't taking off as quickly as I'd hoped, I was doing CPD, so I was using the time. Yeah. Then it did. The Wednesdays filled up. And then I was becoming quite exhausted. I was then doing two jobs. Yeah. But still enjoying it. And looking forward to my Wednesdays. Wednesdays mm. was my favourite day of the week. They called yeah. it Wonky Wednesday. It was never that for me. It yeah. was always my favourite day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you just love the counselling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the freedom. Because you've got, I mean, you're in a lovely, a lovely office there, aren't you? And you've got a, a lovely space. Anybody on the um, in the group will have seen the space that you've got because you've got like a space in your garden, haven't you, for yeah. science? Yeah, yeah. So we down the bottom of the garden. So I've got a separate office to the therapy room. Yeah. And clients love it as well because it's a nice view from the garden. Yeah. And when I'm doing things like this, the dog comes down and it's he comes to work. Yeah. <laughs> and he enjoys it too, which is nice. Yeah. 
and it's just yeah it's just a nice environment yeah it's just lovely so I know people who are watching are going to be wanting to know how did you do it you know how did you move from just a few clients to more clients to then actually taking that step was it difficult to take that step to give up your work and and actually right I'm going to take the plunge and I'm going to move from like this day a week with a few evenings to like I'm giving up work and giving up that income that I know I've got coming in tell me about that well in a nutshell I was pushed (laughs) (laughs) as time went on I was becoming more and more frustrated because Mm. I was gaining more and more confidence yeah and I was getting better and better you know, yeah. with my clients through more and more experience and stuff. And so yeah, I was finding it harder to do the other job. Yeah. And, you know, my mindset was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I had to make, I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And so it was Friday evening mm-hmm. with family. And my son-in-law and daughter came over and I said, you know, this is getting unbearable. I just, the thought of going back next week is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Just don't know how much longer I can do this so he just said to me well if you if you don't do it now when are you going to do it even for all those years you've worked really hard you've gone on to do other things since to more qualifications more training what are you doing it for I thought well he's he's actually got a point hasn't he you know I, I can't keep doing a day and moaning about the rest of my life when I can make the change myself yeah and so I said, well, okay, what I'll do is I'll aim to hand in my notice in three months' time, mm-hmm. which gives me the opportunity to build up some money, and then I'll do it. And so he said, well, I think three months is too long, but if that's what you're comfortable with, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. It turned out on the Monday morning I handed in my notice. Yeah. Was that like a month's notice? Yeah, I, yeah, so I had to give a month, but I ended up giving them five weeks because mm-hmm. I thought it because that's how that may turned out to be. And yeah. I thought, and that way I'm being fair and so on. And I wanted to leave on good terms. And from that very moment, it was the longest five weeks <laughs> of my life. It just every day got harder and every day got longer. Yeah. And I still didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, but I had this excitement, and that's yeah. what kept me going. I didn't yeah. care what was going to happen. I was excited. Yeah, and so I noticed that my I'm very methodical, very conscientious, and mm-hmm. I wasn't that person in that office anymore because my mind I just wasn't interested. I just I checked out. Yeah, you were ready to go. And yeah, I was ready to go, and that's all I wanted. And so, as I was making it clear to clients that I would take, I was opening up my diary. Yeah. So I left on the, I think it was like the 28th of May. And then on Tuesday, the 1st of June, mm-hmm. I was in full-time private practice. Wow. Yeah. And my diary wasn't no by nowhere near full, but it was enough income. Yeah. And it was it was nice to ease myself in. Yeah. And from there on, I've not regretted a single moment. Mm-hmm. I've not looked back and mm-hmm. It's just grown and grown and grown and grown from there. It's fantastic. It's really, really good, isn't it? So the way you've done it really is, in a sense, you sort of compromised with being a bit busier for a while while you established yourself and got that confidence up. Yeah. And, and then you took the leap. And now, you know, you haven't, you're not doing two jobs, you're just doing the one job and you've got that lifestyle and, and the counselling business that you've always wanted, yeah. which is 
amazing yeah it's nice, yeah. It's nice to have the freedom mm-hmm. you know I work my diary around taking the dog to dog school and yeah. things like that and yeah. weekends away and I don't work weekends anymore which is yeah. nice yeah I did initially yeah for about about the first six to eight weeks I did mm-hmm. Saturday mornings mm-hmm. and then quickly stopped doing that then I decided I was only going to do three days a week. I was mm-hmm. going to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. and then Monday was going to be like my admin day, if you like, so you yeah. can do that sort of stuff. But now I book clients in on a Monday too. Because you're busy. Um, yeah. yeah, because I'm busy. Yeah. Which is a lovely feeling. Yeah. And long may it last. Yeah. And I'm sure it will. I have all faith that it will. I'm very positive, got a very positive attitude, and I just absolutely love it. My only regret is I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. But it was hard, wasn't it, to to take that that leap into the unknown? It was still yeah, son in law yeah. saying what what to do. And tell me yeah. what you because what, what we were saying before we started recording about the almost like trying to get everything in place. And you were saying that you thought you had to get everything in place before you started. Yeah, I feel like that's what holds a lot of us back mm-hmm. from going into private practice because we feel that we need to have everything ready. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to have the clients. We need to have the paperwork, the mm-hmm. handout, the pretty paper. It, we, you don't need any of that. You yeah. just need to, be able to take payments and do the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get a profile, get your directory sorted. Mm-hmm. You want to do Facebook pages and things like that. It's all choice. It's personal choice. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to have every individual piece in place. Yeah. Because the jigsaw does come together in the end yeah. and you do it as you go along. And what I found, a lot of the work that I'd put into place, mm-hmm. I believed I needed, I've not needed or I've changed. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it, it doesn't suit that way. So I've adjusted things along the way. Yeah. So I thought, you know, that was a lot of time wasted, really. Because as you settle into it and, and get going, you realise what you need and what you don't need and how you need it. Yeah. So your advice would be just get going, really. Just get going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really just get going. Yeah. Don't hold yourself back because you'll do it. You can always find a reason not to do it. Yeah. You can always find an excuse, whether it's where you're going to work from, what hours you're going to do, whether you're good enough, you know, that whole imposter, which mine, I don't probably a lot of the people in the group that know me in the group know that mine's a jelly baby my imposter and I just think to myself oh you're a jelly baby what do you know I can't take you seriously and yeah. that's it it's gone that so I think you just got to have faith in yourself and just give it a go what's the worst that can happen yeah it's, it's really interesting isn't it because you sort of said that you think that's actually the most important thing about yeah. getting set up was actually that mindset and just making that leap really I think one important thing that you do need to have in place from from the very beginning and Mm. again it will change but you do need to have it in place is boundaries yeah go on you have to know your boundaries yeah what's acceptable when you're going to work when you're not going to work what you're prepared to bend a little bit yeah how are you going to be with clients um you know I'm very adamant for my clients not to turn up early so I don't want them crossing on the way out. Yeah. I want them to feel comfortable coming in and leaving. Yeah. And I take deposits so that it covers any late cancellations yeah. or DNAs. Yeah. All those sorts of things. So have your boundaries in place mm-hmm. so that you, it, it just makes things flow a lot easier. Yeah. And you don't have awkward conversations, awkward situations. Yeah. They're there in place. Put them in your contract. 
yeah. make them aware from the very first session, yeah. that very first assessment. It makes a lot of difference. That's that's helped, yeah. And where do you get your clients from? You know, where, where have you, how did you get your first clients? Because it's often difficult to get the first clients going, isn't it? When you were sort of yeah. first setting up. My first ones were recommendations from friends. Yeah. Yeah, words of mouth. Can I just ask, how did you get the word of mouth recommendations from your friends? Is it just sort of like you told everybody that you were told the world yeah yeah go on (laughs) I told everybody yeah this is my dream this is what I'm doing and I need to get some clients yeah and then it was like oh you know I've got a friend that could do some help yeah you know well do I know this friend no 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 well that's absolutely fine then yeah let's have a chat with them and see if I can help yeah brilliant so yeah that's so a lot of a lot of word of mouth and now I get a lot of recommendations Mm -hmm. I get existing clients coming back because bearing in mind before I went into private practice full-time in June mm-hmm. prior to that for a year I was part-time yeah. very part-time mm-hmm. so some of those clients have come back because something new's come up for them yeah and yes, they've recommended people yeah so but with directories a majority would be from counseling directory yeah yeah, yeah. I get a lot from counseling directory not yeah. so many psychology today but definitely through counselling directory that that works well for you yeah. yeah yeah so you've got that sort of mixture haven't you the word of mouth probably past clients now recommending you to other new people past clients coming back to you and then new clients finding you sort of on the internet and getting that and way. more so recently through my website yeah because I've spent time on on google so that I, I come up on google yeah and I've had a lovely website designed by one of our fellow members, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. And so I'm actually getting people through the website as well now. Yeah, yeah. So when you say you spent more time on Google, tell us a bit about that. What have you done? Well, you can register with what's called my Google. I think it's my Google. Google, Google, Google my business. Yeah, that's it. Google yeah. my business. And so if you spend a bit of time setting that up and setting yourself up as a business on there, yeah. then when people go into Google to search, you know, counsellors in Essex or therapy in Essex, all those keywords, you'll come up, you'll show yeah. up. But yeah. until you go on to Google my business, they won't, it's very difficult for them yeah. to find you without specifically putting in your web address. Yeah. And do you do, do you go on to Google my business and add posts and that sort of stuff as well? Or? No, no, I don't. You're just registered. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not technical. <laughs> to do these kinds of things I'm not very good with stuff like that so I can't I tend to shy away from things but it's um, still working isn't it that's yeah you're it's, still getting clients so yeah, yeah I mean if you did all of that you'd probably be inundated <laughs> and I wouldn't have the time to work with clients if yeah. I was working on these things all the time so yeah 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 I mean you managed it without it and probably a lot of it is is because you've put yourself out in front of your sort of friends and family and said to yeah. everybody I'm, I'm looking for clients so I do yeah. other cheeky things as well like if I'm going to the hairdressers I'll ask if I can leave some cards there. yeah yeah if I'm going for a facial I'll ask if I can leave some cards and so yeah. on so wherever I go I've always got business cards with me yeah and just ask if I can leave a few yeah and generally people will say yes and I, I did actually go a little bit beyond that I bought some tidy little boxes them to be in just off of ebay you know yeah. cheapest chips just so that when i was given they could look at it well actually it's tidy they're not going to get messed around and thrown yeah. everywhere yeah and and so generally people will will say yeah that's fine just leave a few on the counter yeah it's the old-fashioned things isn't it it's not necessarily yeah. you know the internet and all the rest of it but just you know putting your cards out locally and, and using people that you know the good old yeah. word of mouth yeah. yeah local pharmacy 
things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, that's mm. brilliant, Tracy. And you and I have sort of been on a bit of a journey together as well, haven't we? So yeah. do you want to just tell everybody what we've done together? Oh, well, back at the start when I, you know, first found, come across Good Enough Counsellors, we had a one-to-one, didn't mm-hmm. we? And mm-hmm. I was kind of very, I th- well, I think I was a different person mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, um, come on. I was very unsure of myself, I suppose, and unsure mm-hmm. of my capabilities. Mm-hmm. and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go and we had a really good chat mm-hmm. for you know about an hour or so really yeah. good chat yeah. and I've still got the notes have to you this day and yeah. yes I have yeah, yeah I have I do remember um, that yeah yeah so I've still got the notes and I still look back on them from time to time because I think yeah. these are good reminders of, of where you've been mm-hmm. and where you are now but mm-hmm. also in those things there'll always be that little key thing oh yeah I haven't thought about trying that again yeah yeah. You know, it's, they're all, it's all good tools. Yeah, brilliant. And then you came into my therapy growth group for a while, didn't you, as I well? Did. And I did. What um, did you, go on. What did I think of it? Is that what yeah. you were going to say? Yeah, what, what did you find you? Invaluable. Yeah. Invaluable. Mm-hmm. There's so much to learn mm-hmm. um, from yourself and from others in the group. There's always fresh ideas. Everybody's so welcoming and helpful and supportive. So, if, if, you know, you might think you've got a bit of an issue that's a bit ridiculous. I just don't want to share that. You feel like you can yeah. because there is no, no, no question is a stupid question, is it? That's it. Like, and so put it out there and, and get some help, get some advice and support. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been absolutely invaluable. And yeah. the training's been superb. Oh, good. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah, like I said. Highly recommend. It's a community as well, isn't it? It's the people in it. And, yeah, yeah just yeah. being able to share and people being at a similar sort of stage. And, yeah, yeah. everybody just working together to yeah to improve their practice and you know it's just so lovely to to reach this point where you know you're full it's like this little um, bird when it's leaves the nest isn't it because you're sort of like you're sort of like just flying and you're independent yeah. and you know yeah. you've got this lovely practice and you're living the um you know the career the that dream. you wanted to have yeah living the dream funny yeah. you should say about birds because my logo is a phoenix Oh, Phoenix and people say to me, yeah, and yeah. people say to me, well, what's the bird? It's a phoenix. It has a significance behind it, which I think is quite fitting. Yeah, in, in our in our profession, definitely, and that's what you're helping your clients with as well. Yeah, to help them rise. Yeah, oh. so I recommend to everybody that anybody that's on good enough counsellors that isn't on the therapy growth group, it's worth the investment. Thank you, thank you, Tracy. You get so much from it. Yeah. What I love about Tracy's story is that I know for many of you listening, there's always this question. And the question is, can I make that leap? Can I move from secure employment to working in private practice? And I think what Tracy shows is that it is possible, but sometimes you have to combine the two for a while because that can help you. But I really also loved what Tracy said, which was, if not now, then when? And that did ultimately persuade her to take that leap of faith. And I think, as you can tell, she was really pleased that she did so. So I hope Tracy's experience has inspired you. I don't see so much of Tracy now in the group because, to be frank, she doesn't really need me because she's got going, she's enjoying working in private practice. And as she said in the interview, she is living her dream. Thanks for listening. 
do come and join my Facebook community, Good Enough Counsellors. And for more information about how I can help you develop your private practice, please visit my website, josephinehughes.com. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love it if you could share it with a fellow therapist or leave a review on your podcast app. And in closing, I'd love to remind you that every single step you make gets you closer to your dream. I really believe you can do it. <laughs>